0: friend and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I'm your host Erica Pizzo. Today I have the privilege of talking with a friend I met through social media actually. Her name is Zoe. Um, She's an East Coast photographer. Her business is In His Image by Zoe. I love that name. Um, she's serving couples who value friendship and who want an amazing experience that leaves them feeling cherished and loved. Um, and I, Zoe, I'm just so grateful to have you on here today. I was wondering if you could kind of start out with just introducing yourself, maybe how you came to know the Lord, um, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, perfect. So. Um... Um, as Erica said, I am an East Coast wedding photographer. I'm actually based in a little teeny tiny town called Thomas, West Virginia. Um, and I live here with my husband, Thomas, which is kind of funny. We always make fun of, like when we go places and say that we're from Thomas, people make fun of us and say, oh, Thomas from Thomas. But anyway, oh, um, so funny. we live here with our puppy cubby. Um, and I love serving couples and I love meeting people and making them feel their worth in Christ. Um, so I started my business as a 17 year old college freshman and I really had no idea where the Lord was going to take me. Um, so I finished college. I got my bachelor's degree in business, um, business administration and I found myself being just feeling so stuck and, um, just I just was so unsettled with my life and I saw all of my friends who had all of these great internships and were moving away to big cities and getting these dream jobs and at the end of 2019 I just was panicked so I took a job that was you know local in our area and it ended up not working out and um, I had run my business all through college so while all my other friends were um, you know doing all the fun college things, I was hustling and just um, pursuing this call that I felt like could be a career someday, but I just didn't know what that was. And um, I, after um, interviewing for another position, I um, felt the Lord just calling on my heart that this is what I needed to do full time. And I had all these what ifs that have like dictated, you know, my life throughout the past like four or five years. And finally I just said no to the enemy and I just stepped out in faith and the Lord has just blessed us tremendously. And this is what I do full time now. So it's, it's just such a blessing. Um, I grew up in church. I have very strong Christian roots in our family. Um, We go to a very small church that's about a half an hour away from us. Um, and it's with the majority of our family. So it's a blessing to get to see them every day. Um, so I knew when I was young that I wanted to obviously be a Christian, but, um, it wasn't until I was a little bit older, probably seven or eight years old. I remember, I had really bad growing pains. um, And I don't know if like anybody else has experienced that, but like they were terrible. I would wake up crying in the middle of the night. And Mm. um, it was before my little brother came along. So I was probably like seven or eight. And I just remember waking up and just like screaming one Mm. night when I was just a little girl. And my dad came in my room and we just talked about a lot of things. um, And he just kind of, he knew that I, um, like we always joke that I said that I was always a Christian since I was like three. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, he he knew that I needed to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Yeah, he just kind of walked me out I'm seven or eight years old, and I've kind of been a little bit more ahead of everybody else in my life. Um, I skipped kindergarten as a little girl, and I was like a camp counselor pretty young. Um. So I felt like it's been such a blessing to have kind of an old soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just have loved Jesus ever since I can remember. Mm -hmm. And I just always remember growing up in um, school, different like middle school and high school, just wanting to be different. And I had just such a heart for people who didn't know the Lord. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of what um, inspired me to, start my business. My husband's dad actually passed away really unexpectedly. Um, when he was a freshman in college, I was a senior in high school. So it was in April of 2016. Um, he passed away just very, very suddenly. It was just a very, very hard and dark time in our lives. Um, He's an only child. So he had to make some big life decisions to come back home. And I just remember when we were prepping for his funeral and just, you know, grieving that what we were looking at were images of him, pictures of him that we could physically hold in our hands and Mm -hmm. just remember the life and the legacy that he left. And that's just really what inspired me to start my business and to make sure that people understand the value of photos once you leave this earth. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just been such a blessing to see, you know, the Lord lay the path for my career through hardship and trials and, um, you know, just different things in our life. So that's a little bit about me. Sorry, I'm a little wordy. <laughs> no, I
0: love um, hearing your story. That is so wonderful. I, I have a similar story in my testimony where I feel like I was saved pretty young and God was always putting this call on my heart. And I know it doesn't fit into like the box of like, oh, I had a transformation moment where like, you know, but it was more like his gentle calling on my life since I was a little girl. And um seeing how I wanted, like you said, I wanted to be different than the world around me. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for sharing all of that. I love just how you started your business. That's amazing. Um, so one thing that I kind of wanted to share with like some of my listeners is that you put out this post, and it resonated so deeply with me. It was about um, body image, and I've struggled with that for a long time. I know a lot of people listening do struggle with that too. Um, But I just loved your confidence in Christ when you posted this. I'm going to read a little bit of it, and then I hope you can kind of just expand on that for us, like how you got to this place. Um, But she has this beautiful picture of her, like, throwing confetti. I love it. And she says, Dream big, throw the confetti, don't let your insecurities take away from the joy that the Lord has put in your life. I could spend all my time picking out all the things that are wrong with me or my life. No, I'm not a size two, never have been, probably never will be. Yep, I've got a round face, not the perfect jawline. No, I don't drive the newest car or have the biggest house. I'm not a millionaire, I could go on and on. There is so much more in this life than our earthly troubles. Each day, there is so much more to focus on than making money or losing weight. I'm sick of the culture that's telling us that we have to do it all in order to have any sort of fulfillment in life. Friends, let me tell you this. We can waste our precious time in this life worrying about all the things that do not matter, or we can focus on something that is the only thing that should matter. Jesus tells us in scripture to set your minds on things that are above not on things that are on the earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. That's Colossians 3, 2 through 4. Um, I just love, I love your perspective on this. And I just, I was wondering if you could kind of tell us how you arrived at this place, because I think some of us who struggle are thinking like, oh, I would love to feel that way. Um, I would love to like not care about these things. I was wondering if you could just kind of share what God's done in your heart to get you to that point.
1: So the first thing that I want to say is I feel like I struggle with this every day and it it takes um, initiative in my heart. I feel like from the Holy Spirit to just remind myself that my worth is not defined in what I look like or what our home looks like or, um, how much money I make, you know, every day. Like I, I mentioned that I struggled with fear and what if, um, Mm -hmm. and I've kind of dealt with that my whole life. Um, there have been so many, I could, I could say so many stories, um, from my life where I have wanted to look completely different or wanted to lose weight. Like I remember wanting to be on a diet when I was in middle school, I was always heavier than everybody else or bigger. And I look different. And that just really bothered me like all the time. And it just would take away from so much joy that I knew that I had in my life. But I was just like, Oh, but if I look this way, I could mm-hmm. feel so much better. Mm-hmm. If I did this, I could have such a better life. And I just, have been realizing lately. I mean, I'm only 23, so, um, it's, you know, it's, it's still a struggle mm-hmm. every single day. My mom's told me many times, she's a lot wiser than I am. Um, she said, like, you get to a certain point in your life where you just realize you have to go with what God gave you and just mm-hmm. live the life, your life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And so just recently, um, I, I, You know, it's like, like I said, it's a struggle every single day to wake up and tell Satan to get behind me and realize that my worth is found in Christ and it's not found in the number on the scale or what size my jeans are or anything, Um, you know, how much money you make or what career you have, what fancy vacations you go on. It is found in your identity in Christ. And I feel like when we shift our perspective from our circumstance in life, what God has given us, Mm -hmm. what he has blessed us with, you know, springtime reminds us of salvation and him dying for our sins on the cross. Mm. Um, That is such a gift. And why don't we celebrate that every single day of our lives? Why are we so fixated on what's wrong with us or our circumstances in life and not just believe that? We are enough in him because he, he has loved us so much that you know he sent his one and only son to die for us. Why am I so concerned about losing those 10 more pounds? Mm-hmm. Why am I so concerned about making X amount more dollars a month mm-hmm. when the only thing that I should be focused on is showing others this is what it's like to live your life for Christ. This is what peace you will have mm-hmm. in your heart if you say. Yes, Lord, I step out in faith. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm hosting a conference in, um, it's actually in April. It's a very small, intimate conference that we just pray that God will um, allow to grow in the coming years. But we're starting out small Mm -hmm. and there have been many thoughts go through my head since deciding, yes, Lord, I'm going to start this conference for you. And that's just that you know we're we're hosting a bunch of women from all over that are coming who are Christian women in business and are ready to like refresh their heart, mind, and just God given purpose. Mm. And I've just the Holy Spirit has reminded me that my worth is not in what I do every day or what I should be doing. Um, It's just knowing that enough because of what Jesus has done for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to fail every day. Yes, I'm going to struggle every day. But I know that I can trust him mm-hmm. to be the peace and the fulfillment in my life. And I don't have to look to somebody on a magazine or, you know, on social media to say, oh, I really want to be like her. If I just looked like her, I would have joined my life. Mm-hmm. And um, throughout our throughout our life, mine and Thomas's life together, we've experienced a lot of loss, you Mm -hmm. know, very young. Um, Last year we experienced just a loss of life from very close friends and family members. Um, His grandma passed away, his aunt passed away, and one of his best friends passed away. They -hmm. were all kind of suddenly. Um, And then, of course, dealing with his dad's loss almost six years ago, we have just realized that life is too precious mm. to just focus on the things that don't matter in yeah. the end. Yeah, And I just think that that is really what inspires me each and every day to just step up in faith and know, you know, I'm not defined in what I look like mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it's not going to matter in eternity.
0: Yeah. And I wonder, like, I don't know, as a photographer, like do you sometimes see that, insecurity like in women um, that you're taking pictures of do you do you see them because I remember I had one friend um, she sent me some pictures she had done with her son he was maybe two and um, just beautiful pictures of them together like the mom had sent and she texted me those pictures and she said all I can think about is how I have to lose those last 10 pounds in these pictures Um, and you know it broke my heart because they were beautiful um, images of them two together. So I wonder, is that something you like come across with the women you're taking pictures of?
1: Yes, absolutely. That is something that I feel like our culture, especially for women has said, if you don't look like this, you are not good enough and you're never going to be good enough unless you look like this. And it's just, it's, it's been told to us over and over and over. Like, My mom has told me before, I was three years old in dance class, and I was, like I've told you, I was always taller, bigger, broader, you know, more muscular, and I, at three years old, I asked my mom, why am I, why don't I look like Taylor? Mm. Why am I not thin like Taylor? Mm. And she said it just broke her heart because even though she has, you know, tried to instill that I'm beautiful and, you know whatever the, the compliment may be that just because of our society, I was very young and recognized, why can't I look like her? And I just feel like if we as women just step into the identity that God has given us on this earth, we're just going to, we're going to experience so much more peace mm-hmm. than what Satan tells us through the lies of, you know, the culture mm-hmm. that, we are never going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And that is such a lie because why should you feel like if you are, you know, a, a size zero and somebody says, Oh, well, you need to put on a little bit more weight. You know, you mm-hmm. need to fill out a little bit, honey. You need to eat a little bit more. Why should her value be any less? Because, you know, she struggles with um, her, her size or um, maybe it's like Somebody's hair, or I mean, mm-hmm. we, we see all these cosmetic procedures being done like, oh, her nose was too big, her cheeks were not full enough. Mm. Why is that? Why does that exist? Why yeah. can't we just um, recognize that we are beautiful and made in the image of God? Yeah, that is also, you know, one of the things that I remember asking the Lord. Um, I was reading my Bible one night and I was just struggling with what am I going to do with my life when I was 17 years old? I was, I've always been a planner. I'm a type A person. I like to have things planned out. And when I don't know the answer to something, I freak out. I'm like, I have to have a plan. I Mm -hmm. know where I want to be five years from now. You know, I have all these dreams and plans. I even like, this is really funny to say, but in high school, I planned when I wanted to get married. And I got married on that date. Like oh my that, gosh, actually, that's great. Is that not crazy? True I mean, planner right so, there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, So I'm a planner and it's just a little bit nuts. But so I, I like to have things planned out. And when I was in college, everybody would constantly be asking, oh, so what, what's your main goal? Like, what do you want to do when you graduate college? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm. And that was like such a, an unsettling feeling in my life because, you know, I had all these other things that I wanted. And I was like, how am I going to get there? I don't know what I'm going to do. So I remember reading in my Bible one night, and I was just like, God, if you want me to start this business, just give me a name. Just help me understand that this is from you and not just some crazy dream that I have. Just, you know, wanting to take pictures, pictures of people. So I flipped to Genesis, Genesis 1, mm. that says um, God created male and female in his image, in the image of God, he created them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had, I had bounced ideas back and forth about what, what should I, um, tell people that I'm doing? Um, what should the name be? And right there, I just had so much peace, like oh. in his image, in his image was going to be the place where people come and feel their worth in Christ and leave feeling, We're in love with Mm. each other and just celebrating the joy that they have in life. Mm. Um, So that's, that's what I strive to tell other people. So I have to remind myself if I'm telling other people, you are beautiful. These images are beautiful. You're going to love these forever. Why can I not tell myself that?
0: Mm. Yeah, that is so good. I feel like if we all kind of started viewing ourselves as made in his image and having those, Um, reassurances and the confidence that he's given us that he loves us the way we are, that he's created us with beauty and um, inner beauty, you know, and outer beauty. I think he loves the way he made us. You know, I think that beauty is different to him than what we see in the world. So we can believe what he says about us, like when he made Eve and he called it good. I mean, when he made Adam and Eve, he called them good. I mean, why can't we believe that for ourselves? I think it's I think it's so good you're talking about the um, enemy's attacks on us as women and how culture and society has fed into that. But I think he also kind of tells us personal attacks, like based on uh-huh. things where we've been wounded, like in our past, someone has said something about um, our body or our face or something like that. And then he kind of like drives that home. And I think he keeps planting seeds of doubt in us. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. What do you think are some ways that women can kind of like overcome that, um, fight back on those lies, uh, you know, speak scripture maybe over those, like, what do you, what are some things you go to when you kind of feel those lies creeping in?
1: So I remember, um, it was a couple years ago, a very dear friend of mine who I had always looked up to in faith because, um. She just was such like a Proverbs 31 woman. And she was always the person that I just looked to and could come to with questions of faith. Um, And she said the number one, I I was talking to her about um, kind of like anxiety and just how that has just like triggered different things in our life. And I said, like, what advice do you have? Like, what what do you suggest that I do. And she said, Zoe, read the truth. You know, we, we, um, soak in all these different opinions and, um, you know, videos, images, all kinds of things each and every day. And we will spend hours. I'm the first to admit hours looking at all of these things that aren't the truth, aren't the, um, Inerrant, infallible word of God. Hmm. And if we are spending the majority of our time looking at everything else, but what he has given us, Mm -hmm. what kind of life do we expect that we're going to live? You know, Mm -hmm. so um, I it was last year I was um, I've always I, I like to read my Bible, but I've always struggled with how do I apply this to my life? How can I get so? caught up in what god says about this and that that you know i can i can memorize the scripture and i can know this is the truth and he is going to fulfill that in my life and um i actually bought this study from well watered women mm-hmm. um i really love that company they are so um truly faith based and they're not some watered down devotional that you take 5 minutes of your day and just read one little snippet of scripture and they explain all these different things. Like those are nice. Like those are good when you're on the go, but it's not what we should be, you know, building our foundation of faith and our lives on. So,
0: Hmm.
1: um, this study, they give you different ways to look through and study scripture. And, um, if we to spend time with God, if we want to spend time in the word, we have to remember that the word should be before the world. Mm. And when you wake up and the first thing you do is check your phone for, you know, catching up on all the latest things that happened overnight, you're, you're telling yourself every day, I value the world more than my relationship with God and spending time in his word. Mm-hmm. And that was so convicting to my heart. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with this every single day. I've been doing a little bit better about leaving my phone somewhere else like yeah. right not not right next to my bed. Right. But when we actually intentionally decide that every single day we are going to wake up And spend true intentional time in God's word. Mm. Those thoughts, the things that we've studied, the scripture, the verses that you've read, those will come pouring into your life in the most unexpected ways. Mm. Um, I've said that I experienced fear and Mm -hmm. what ifs dictating my life for so long. And it was in in an interview with another position that I just realized God said, this is what you're supposed to do, Zoe. I want you to use in his image as your career. I'll take care of you. I mm. will take care of you. Mm-hmm. And I struggled with this for so long. I'd be like, Lord, what, what if I don't make enough money? We have to, we have to have enough money to live, God. like, <laughs> I need to make sure that this is going to be okay. Right. You know, and i such a planner. So I would, talk about all the things and, um, I just had to tell myself, no, this is what he's telling me. And I have to believe it. Mm -hmm. And in second Corinthians nine, eight, it says, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all times, having all you need, Mm -hmm. you will abound in every good work. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to memorize that. And I would write it down every single day Mm -hmm. and tell myself, God is going to take care of you. Believe it. This is in his word. You yeah. have to believe it. And he has. He has taken care of us, Erica, mm-hmm. so much. There have been times where we've had, we've had to scrimp and save and, you know, do all the things, but he is taken care of us. He's never left us. And mm-hmm. I just truly believe that if we focus more on his word, mm-hmm. it will it will inter- infiltrate into our lives. Mm-hmm. And we will notice more that His word is the truth that we can pour into our lives instead of the things that the enemy and the world are telling us each and every day. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. I felt a similar thing when I started temple care. It was very scary. And it was like, I had all those questions for God, like, but how are we going to live? Like, you know, we don't necessarily live off of just my income, but I mean, it was still like, I was at this point where my kids were going into school more full time and I should step into a job. I felt the world's pressure of you should do something right now. Uh And so, but I did feel that gentle, quiet whisper on my heart from the Lord, like, just let me take care of you. Just start something and it's going to be scary, but yes, yes, I totally felt the same thing. Well, I think we're running out of time for today, but thank you so much for being on here, Zoe. I am just like really soaking in all your wisdom. I feel like God's brought you through a lot, and um, it's just amazing to see how your faith has grown and shaped you and how you've kind of stepped out for Him and done things that are scary. I love that. I think that's going to relate to so many um, women listening because we all have different fears and anxieties that um, kind of channel that into us and make us feel like I can't do this. I can't, you know, actually step out and do this. And we kind of think we're all on our own, but God's really behind us the whole time. And I love to see how he's behind you and, and just making your business grow and just seeing um, the fruit of all of that. So thank you for being on today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Well, okay guys, we are going to end for today, but, um, Just so thankful to have Zoe on here. Let me pray for all of us. Heavenly Father, I just am so grateful for the truths that you are um, giving us. These are little nuggets of gold, Lord. We're taking them, we're holding on to them, and I just pray that this will inspire us, like Zoe said, to get into the Word, to hold on to your Word, and to memorize it, to hide it in our hearts, so that when the devil comes to assault us, to accuse us, that we can remember that. Um, your word is what will keep us strong and that we can remember what you say about us. Um, I pray that as we struggle with things of body image and body shame that you would um, break free break those chains free from us and help us to see how you see us and help us to remember what your word says about us and help us to leave that weight behind us that, that the chains and the weight that we can just say, Lord, we're ready to serve you and we don't care anymore about what the world says. We only care about what you say. And I pray that for every single sweet soul that is listening today. And thank you so much for Zoe and just for her taking that time to come on with us today. So grateful for her. In your name we pray. Amen. And I just wanted to quickly add friends that if you want to follow Zoe, um, she's on Instagram. Her Instagram is at In His Image by Zoe. Um, She's got a lot of great stuff on there. And then also her website is inhisimagephotographybyzoe.com. And Zoe is spelled C-O-E. So that is it for today, friends. I can't wait to talk to you next time.